welcome back to From the Word Ghost, the paranormal podcast for believers and skeptics alike. <laughs> I'm your host AJ, and every week I bring a brand new paranormal story to try and convince my skeptic co-host Jamie. It's me. Of all things paranormal, you doing a little scratch and sniff? No. <laughs> right. Okay. I look to my right and I see Jamie <laughs> sniffing his hand and then looking at me. Really weirdly. <laughs> Look, right, okay, I just put the microphone back on the thing, because it came off, yeah? Yeah. As you started doing the intro, there was something brown on my hand, and I got worried, okay? <laughs> I think it's chocolate, Give but there is like test. a 2% chance that it's poop. <laughs> There's only one way to find out what it I'm is. I'm not tasting it, it's going to linger on my hand until we're done, and then I'll figure it out. You can stop to wash your hands. I think we're safe. I think, I think okay. we're safe. We're it running might be we're, oil from the thing or something. We're like. risk takers on this yeah, podcast. Fuck it, fast and loose, baby. I tell you that all the time. <laughs> I've tried convincing Jay of the paranormal in 35 episodes with paranormal creatures, exorcisms, haunted houses, and dolls, but to no avail. I was ready to give up hope. That was until I stumbled across this story. I knew straight away this would connect with Jay. So today I bring you the curious story of the cursed candy store. What the fuck are you trying to say? You love candy. I love Episode candy. one. Is you were talking what... about Lou Dog's candy bar. You love candy. Candy bar? Yeah, when Lou Dog was eating the Snickers. Oh, candy bar. <laughs> I thought candy bar. As in like a bar. Like a restaurant. <laughs> oh, bar. that sounds <laughs> amazing. That does sound good. To Imagine that. Fair. I'll have a pint of Snickers, please. Let's stop the podcast. Let's, go. Let's, Let's put all of our savings into a candy bar. What would you call it? Candy bar. Oh. <laughs> I'm kind of less invested there. <laughs> what would you call it then? I don't know. Jamie's Auditorium of Chocolate and such. Delights. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. I don't know, just not candy bar. I mean, candy I might bar, slap to be a fair, v is, at the is quite, well, it's quite catchy. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting down with it now. <laughs> In Mexico City, a man called Mario Lara fully committed to his lifelong dream of owning his own store. He poured his entire life savings into buying the building and stocking it full of goods. He decided to run a candy shop. As a kid, he was always fascinated and full of joy whenever he stepped foot. Whenever he stepped foot in... (laughs) Come on, baby, you Uh, got this. I believe in you. And full of joy whenever he stepped foot in his local store. And so, wanted to pay homage and recreate that feeling for others. Chase your dream, Mario. You go, boy. right. You're damn right. Real Willy Wonka vibes to... Yeah, he's definitely got it. But Mario, be a lad. And when you get that store, you bring back my dream bars. Fuck is a dream bar? Dream bar was like the white chocolate galaxy bars. Do you not remember them? I think, yeah, with the blue text. Is it blue text on the wrapper? Yeah, yeah. Blue wrapper. Oh, good heavens, yeah. Tell you what my elite, and this is like God tier chocolate bar for me. Do you remember the milky bar? rolls yes i do oh, oh my good lord good. yeah that was they were good, good shit right there they were good fuck this podcast man we're gonna we're gonna go <laughs> mario's candy bar <laughs> <laughs> but mario if you do charge more than 10p for a freddo we're out uh, yeah we you know what i'm saying invested. the store got off to a great start with mario hiring multiple employees constant business and even a large following on his store's facebook page however it was missing something and it dawned on Mario. He is running a traditional Mexican store without the attraction of one of Mexican culture's most loved birthday and event traditions, the piñata. Mario quickly brought in all different kinds of piñatas from different sellers, donkeys, ponies, and even familiar Disney-inspired characters. 
Do you notice I, I subconsciously paused, like scared of <laughs> scared of saying Disney on the podcast, <laughs> just in case they come for you. If they are listening now. Fucked by <laughs> you're on a Disney <laughs> list. <laughs> oh, it's like saying Lord Voldemort is like don't fucking say mention the name what's out there <laughs> in his frozen chambers. <laughs> He's not dead. He's in a cryogenic chamber. Yeah. Just he's just like frozen, like the scene in Futurama. And the second you said Disney, it was like, his eyes just come back. Guarded by the Three Musketeers version of Donald, Mickey, and Goofy. It was the latter that would prove to be a huge mistake, as the purchase of a Moana lookalike piñata brought nothing but misfortune and terror into his life, unlike its Disney movie counterpart. Bro, genuinely thought he was going to be like, oh. Some old ancient Mexican curse based off a piñata found in the wreckage of a Mexican tomb. But no, it's just, it's just the crab singing about how shiny all the sweets are in the store. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spooky spirit of consumerism, Honestly, when I was researching this story, I was like, I love Moana. My, it's it, such a sick film. Like, obviously, being a dad, I get to watch all this shit. Yeah. And, like, without any shame, I rate it. I, I have like, no shame, to be <laughs> fair. I have no shame with it. I think it's a fucking great movie. It's fantastic. I do remember, and I'm sure this is an experience you have as a dad, going to Ian's house. I think when Courtney or Connor had just had their kid, and every time I went there, which was often at the point, fucking Moana would be playing. Oh, and it's yeah. like, oh my fucking God, how many times? <laughs> So we have to watch it and it'd always be on the same bar. Be like, what would you say is a work? And I'd be like, oh, I'm losing my fucking mind. Honestly. How do you do this every day? Mate, you just ride it out because it's like sometimes you're just not in the mood for Moana and then you, it comes around. It comes around by the second, um, what could I say except you're, you're ba- welcome. Yeah. And that clawed me back yeah, in, baby. I'm right I'm back in I had about, no joke, about three months solid of Moana oh, every fuck morning. that, man. Moana's good. It ain't that good. <laughs> it's great. It ain't that good. <laughs> Much like a lot of paranormal stories, the event started off relatively tame. Lights being switched on and off, TV monitors switching on by themselves, and stock being moved to different locations around the store. I'd love just one story where you're like, and just like a lot of paranormal stories, the ghost went fucking ham from the gate. <laughs> they got the keys about. to the house, walked through the front door, and everything is on fire. <laughs> just a note on the side that says, ghost was it. <laughs> I like the gradual build-up, the edge, if you will. No, none, none, none of this ghostly foreplay they just seem to love. Just tearing doors off the hinges, punching grannies from the off. That's a horror movie I'd want to see. If it? anyone knows a story like that, please send <laughs> yes. it to me, because I would love to see Jamie's face. Me That's coming a in believable with a story. story. Yeah. You're trying to tell me that these demons, yeah, are all into, oh, let's build up suspense. No, they've got to come in, <laughs> fuck shit up and get it done. Why would they do that? They're not on a time-sensitive no, schedule. No. They don't they've give got a plenty f- of time, man. They don't fuck around with the build-up. They're in and out. Hell's time zone is endless. Mario would not let this stop him from accomplishing his dream. He continued business as normal and was finding large success within his store. All but the Moana piñata were flying off the shelves, but no one wanted this particular piñata. I've got two points here. One, candy store. I get the relevance, but like, you can't open a candy store and be like, oh, the piñatas aren't selling. <laughs> but two, like, this just reminded me of, have you ever seen 
the like knockoff Disney character toys and stuff like that. Or like G.R. Jeffrey and shit like yeah, that. You just normally that, find them in a pharmacy. One that particular, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> one, or like the Pound Store, yeah, Pound yeah. Land has them. It's like the wrestling figures that are so bad. <laughs> one springs to mind that's like big on the internet and it's like, it's an Aladdin doll. Oh, Christ. And they're just like weird cartoon versions of the, of the character. But they're wired to hell. The eyes are like they've been on a fucking twenty-four hour coke bed. <laughs> I just imagine that this Moana pinata is exactly like that, and that's why no one fucking wants Super to buy it. Coked up. Yeah, kids are just coming to the sweet shop, and parents are covering their eyes like you're not supposed to see Maui like this. <laughs> Don't look at him. The occurrences carried on, but were not alarming to anyone in the store. That was until Mario opened the store one morning to the Moana piñata set upright in the middle of the shop floor. He posted a picture of this on his Facebook page with a photo of the piñata and the caption, I have no idea how she got here. She always ends up on the floor. I have contacted the priest who told me to pray and light candles around her. He is on his way now to the store. Father, please help me. What is it, my child? I think my store is haunted. What are we talking here? (laughs) Ancient Mexican magic? Cursed objects? Oh, God, please tell me you didn't say Bloody Mary in the mirror three times. No, Father, it's much worse. (laughs) It's Disney. (laughs) (laughs) And not just any Disney. It's not Moana. (laughs) (laughs) It is, Father, it is. I'm on my way. I can go the distance. Many of the fans on the page were concerned about the store and offered their advice on the matter, claiming a piñata has to go. It was after this that Moana would show up in odd places all over the store, always on the floor and in most cases sat bolt upright. Mario became nervous in the store and decided it's best to install motion detecting cameras that would notify him of any movement inside the store after closing. The result would end up going viral for being absolutely terrifying. So this is the video that he he, hey. he that um that he hey. he, he got motion detection. This is what he saw when he opened up to see the video of said thing. So this is middle of the night. It's fucking Pennywise. <laughs> He's not part of the Disney franchise. Get him out of it. Get him out of it. We can't afford the copyright. Jesus Christ, Walter. So just to explain, because that was obviously video and we're an audio podcast. <laughs> it like in the middle of a pile of pinatas, they slowly raised this weird looking creature or humanoid kind of thing. Right. That's Aaron's tale of the story. I'll break down what I saw. Shall I? <laughs> so uh, you see a bunch of, I assume, Moana piñatas, or some bollocks, some sort of looking thing. <laughs> it's not looking good. Can you tell by the time? What yeah, I mean? absolutely. Oh, I feel like I'm about away. to be scolded at school. Then the CCTV camera mysteriously st- statics, and you can't see anything. All of a sudden, it comes back on. And would you know it, someone wearing eye contacts... <laughs> Heavy makeup rises from the dolls. You cannot deny that it is creepy. Oh, as it looks fuck. creepy, yeah. It's because it's fucking like makeup that's meant to look weird. <laughs> right? If I was wearing that and came into the room, you'd be pretty freaked out. I'd go for the jugular. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Without any hesitation. That looks massively There is more to, to come, but obviously doesn't do too well 
bringing up loads of videos for audio. But I have got more. But we will put the videos in the show notes. So you can click them. If you look in the description on the podcast, all the videos will be there. The links to the videos. Maybe. If Aaron pulls his finger out of his arse. Yeah, we can't. We can't. Do anything for Disney, though, I'm afraid. Well, you can link Disney. Like, they need more money. (laughs) (laughs) So the strange being slowly revealing itself from the pile of piñatas is creepy enough to make the hairs on your neck stand up, unless you're Jamie. Mario wasted no time getting in his car on his own and driving to the store at midnight in order to investigate further. This, in my eyes, is absolutely insane, and there is nothing that would send me to this st- this store after seeing this video. When he arrived, he saw that the store was pretty much how he left it, but as he was looking around the store, he could hear distinct rustling and scratching coming from the back room. When he entered the room... When he entered the room... <laughs> sorry. Alright, the suspense is so, killing me. Because I'm typing up on my iPad. It, it fucking auto-corrects, so it, I've got... Hershon, his torch. Hershon. <laughs> it says it on mine as well, to be fair. <laughs> when he entered the room, he shone his torch around but saw nothing. But as he was leaving, his torch was aimed above him at the structure of the roof. That's when he saw a large set of eyes glowing back at him, screaming, and in panic, Mario made a run for it. Would you say the eyes were? Shiny! <laughs> I told you it was that oh crab all along. Oh my god. That was so good. Jagni! <laughs> is he supposed to be? That is the worst part of Moana. Are you fucking serious? No, absolutely oh, not. Bro, I cannot stand. Out I can't it. stand that fucking crab. That crab is the best. No. Things went more or less the same for Mario for a long while until he had enough and sought to move Moana to someone else. After contacting numerous potential buyers, he finally found one. The piñata was collected, and for a short amount of time, Mario believed all of his worries were over. Of course, this was not the case. The store's activities only got worse, with co-workers now being attacked by flying objects in broad daylight. Products that were suspended by string would spin uncontrollably after hours, seemingly on their own. And even on one occasion, the newly purchased piñatas were found with their heads removed or bitten off. Mario continued to spot the strange creature slash man that was now believed to be living in the store full time on numerous late night visits to the store. Each time he would post the videos to his page and each time the fans of the page would freak out in concern of Mario's safety. Mario was told by one of these fans to retrieve the Moana piñata and bring it back to the store as a peace offering. Mario did this and managed to get in contact with the seller But when Mario arranged to meet, the seller gave him a set of instructions in order to collect it. He left the piñata in a black bag in the back of an abandoned car deep in the woods nearby. Mario documented the retrieval of it, and when he got back into his car in the video, some speculate that for a split second, you can see those same glowing eyes in the back seat of the car. This all just feels a bit too convenient for me. He sells a piñata, and he's able to retrieve it back. What the fuck is this piñata not <laughs> smashed into smithereens by now? It's a fucking piñata, Listen, 
I don't fucking know. Maybe you bought it in the wrong season. Is it like fucking pumpkins where it has like one month to cut, fly off the shelf and the rest of the time it's just grown for no fucking reason? I don't fucking <laughs> know. stupid. Logic would say, he calls the guys like, uh, hello, I, yeah, I sold you a Moana piñata last week. Um, actually, we need <laughs> Six to- months ago, in fact. <laughs> yeah, we, we need to recall it. And they're like, oh, that thing, we smashed it with a baseball bat <laughs> months ago. What do you think we would do with it? It's a piñata. <laughs> The last video posted on the page was of the piñata sat firmly on the floor. The camera focuses as the piñata is seemingly pushed face down before it is grabbed by the leg and dragged out of sight. Is that Moana? It's meant to be Moana. Are you fucking shitting me? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck is that? That's not Moana. She's just gone flying. She fell and over. Then, wait for it. She fell over, guys. Oh, she gets dragged by a fucking bit of string. <laughs> I'm so glad. I knew that was coming. There's, but wait, there's more. Oh, boy. That Moana doll is the least scary thing I've seen this year, I've got to say. All right, so this is the car, right? This is him getting back into the car once he's retrieved the black bin bag with Moana. Moana. Yeah, convenient. Please tell me that's not it, brother. Was that it? No, no. I mean, this one, I will say, is very far. Oh, that is a fucking stretch. (laughs) (laughs) That is a stretch. I I fully admit that one was not not the best. Please, someone buy the fucking piñata. I know she looks more like a fucking emo scene queen (laughs) than Moana, but someone buy her, please. That's not Moana. That's not even Moana. Who the fuck is that guy? I think that's Buzz Lightyear. That ain't no Buzz Lightyear. Well, he's going to infinity and beyond, though. He's He's getting that G-Force training in. (laughs) Right, I think that's all the evidence I'm going to (laughs) bother showing you now. Well, Jay, a haunted candy shop. I can't believe we've managed to cram our two favourite things, sweets and ghosts, into an episode. But tell me, does this story have you as happy as a kid in the candy store? Or are you calling bullshit? Do I need to ask this question? You know me, Aaron. (laughs) I believe it, baby. I'm calling BS, man. Yeah? You know what this screams to me? Go for it. Other than, no one knows how far I go. <laughs> I've been staring. This screams uh, viral genius marketing. Yeah. No one shopping for their penguin bars anymore. They're <laughs> all getting them on Amazon. Fucking, the market, you know, is saturated with sweet shops. Like, yeah. You go into London, man. You know they used to say, you're only six foot away from a rat when you're in London. Oh, yeah. The new saying is you're only six foot away from a fucking sweet shop when you're in this London. Because they're everywhere. American candy stop. There's just like thousands of the bastards. Can like, we just agree on something, though? That American candy is shit. What are we talking here? I'm talking chocolate. Oh, the chocolate, yeah, chocolate is fucking is wang. wang. Red vines. I don't like red vines. I fucking hate red vines. Uh, the only like American candies that are really enjoys like Jolly Ranchers and like Sour Patch Kids. I like the way you had to say that with like an American ra- accent. Jolly the, Rancher. The, the only fucking candy <laughs> that I actually like is Jolly Ranchers. <laughs> Did I actually say I it? fucking love me a Jolly Rancher. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, man. How dare you. What do you think about this one? It was certainly creepy um, researching it. it. Oh, what, research? Researching it, yeah, absolutely. But obviously, having a logical head on my brain, I do see that there is obviously great market in there for a candy store. Exactly. If if this sort of thing's only going to grow your popularity on platforms like Facebook. But yeah, 
That was the curse of the candy store. That is this week's episode. Happy fucking days. I'd enjoy the videos. I definitely, obviously, we can't say 100% they're staged. Do they look staged to me? Yeah. I I think the problem is, if they're not staged, easily staged events have happened. Yeah, I mean... If you get what I mean, it's like... Maybe. It it could be real. It could be 100% real. But these are the sort of events, like the spinning pinata. All that takes is someone to hang on the the top of the string and twist it. And like you said, there was a glitch on the camera... And then this person starts to rise up. It's a bit fishy. And I'm in two minds about it because in one, maybe if there are demons and all that paranormal shit, (laughs) maybe they would do stuff like that so people question it. But my second mind, I'd be like, would a demon give a fuck? (laughs) Would he care? Yeah, it's kind of like... He just burned the shop down to the ground, I told you. you. Yeah, you would just be like, I don't really give a fuck if you find out or not. I'm just going to fuck shit up because I want to. Because I'm a demon. Why would he pick Moana? Yeah. It's just my favourite film. (laughs) I just love me a bit of Moana. I've been trying desperately to meet the rock. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe this will get his attention. Now we're going to do something we haven't done for a very long time. We haven't. So this week, instead of our listener story, we've got paranormal news. So let's tune in to paranormal news. Let's go. Hello there. This is Aaron Jones. <laughs> Act like an anchor man. Instantly cut. goes to Obi Wan. Hello there. Oh my god. Oh, I've got now. You know what I'm going to do though? I've got to include the beginning bit now where I'm like, yeah. right now, you know, yeah. we've got to act like anchor man. We ain't done this for a while. We've got to sit do down it over here. the music. Right? You know, when they're like tapping their fucking papers yeah. together. Right, you've got to make sure you're an anchor man. Hello there. <laughs> Hello there. Uh, oh, fuck right, sorry, right, like... Hello there. This is Aaron Jones reporting for Paranormal News, along with my co-anchor, Jamie Deeks. It's me. Tonight on FDWG Presents Paranormal News, we have spectral sass, whispers of eviction, and a smiling selfies gone wrong. But first, over to Jamie. Thanks, Aaron. An alcoholic ghost smashes a pint glass trying to steal the local punter's drinks at the Coniston Tavern in Nuneaton. <laughs> I think that's how you pronounce Nuneaton. Oh, is it still, it's still me? Oh, sorry. No, we're waiting for the, uh, what's it called? The teleprompter. The teleprompter, yeah, sorry, the teleprompter's a bit late, it's not us. Uh, the shock explosion was captured on CCTV in April, as it shows the glass seemingly shatter out of nowhere. This follows a spate of unexplainable instances, including another pub goer reporting their drink sliding onto the floor with no force. A public service message to all spirits out there. Please avoid these establishment. <laughs> <laughs> tip of the tongue, the tip of the lips, the tip of the tongue. <laughs> Please avoid these establishments if you can't handle your booze. <laughs> Over to you, Aaron. Spillage is sniffage, Jamie. <laughs> oh, spillage is sniffage. That's what we always say here on the news. <laughs> Self-proclaimed ghost hunter Andrew Pollard vows never to return to Caddaby Tunnel. The man was exploring the tunnel 
when he was met with a rather rude ghost. It seems the ghost is not only well versed in scaring its visitors, but its vast knowledge of the human language too. As Andrew got into the tunnel, he was so eloquently told to fuck off by the ghost and then other abuse. <laughs> Go on, say it, Aaron, with your chest. And other abusive language. Yes. It wasn't until Andrew went home and listened back to his audio recordings, now claiming to hear whispers of ghosts saying, It's him. Get him. Get rid of him. Get out. Andrew closed his statement by saying, This will be the last ever trip to Cadaby Tunnel. He might be ghosting that tunnel for a friendlier haunted hangout, but I can bet your life he'll be spooked by that that ever so polite ghost for the rest of his days. And tonight's headline story, Zoe Callow, 52, got more than a picture's worth when she visited Yorkshire Castle. Believed to be a hot spot for paranormal events and multiple poltergeist activity reported there over the years. Within the castle, there has been a Victorian street recreated with an old carriage, stores and cobblestone roads. Zoe and her ghoul friends... <laughs> I didn't realise you had it there. <laughs> Unique New York, New Unique New York, <laughs> New York, New York. <laughs> Zoe and her ghoul friends decided to take some selfies and document their time in the castle. But when Zoe took a picture of the carriages, she believes to have seen a young boy smiling back at her through the carriage window. Claiming to be a skeptic, Zoe always tries to find logic. But in this particular instance, she cannot. Is this really a young boy's ghost in the back of the carriage or simply reflected lights? All I have to say, Zoe, is if it was that boy, I hope you captured his beautiful side. This is Jamie and Aaron signing off from Paranormal News. And just remember, if you hear something go bump in the night, don't be alarmed. It's probably just our ratings jumping through the roof. Good night. I wonder we don't do this very often. Say good night, Aaron. Good night. <laughs> Back to the podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That is going to do it for us and from the word ghost. If you want to be our next listener's story, Jay, where can they send in their stories, please? You can send your stories or if you've got any more news, paranormal news stories that you would like us to read when we come back to this segment, I can't wait send to them that. to from the word ghost at gmail.com or slide into our Instagram DMs. Slide, slide, slide. Slide, slide. Three, two, one. Whee! That is <laughs> Join us next week and continue to explore the unknown together. Good night. Good night.